0: Hi, Red Redmond here. We are very sorry about the delay in getting this episode out, but in my defence, the world is on fire and I want to die. Movie Bong is now currently on hiatus until further notice. We are dead keen to get back to work, but have decided to wait until we can finally and legally record within the same room. This will be the second to last episode for a while. We hope you enjoy. Goodbye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> Welcome, welcome to Twitch, welcome to the stream, welcome to Monday Night Movie Chat. Uh, Here with us, uh, we're chatting films, which we do every Monday, I then edit it up as a podcast, uh, which is released across the internet under the name MovieBong. So if you'd like to download full episodes of that, uh, go and find us, you know, give MovieBong a Google. Uh, Anyway, in the meantime, I'm joined here with my fabulous guest host, Mr. Mike Milling. How are you, Mike?
1: Hi, um, I'm okay, Red. Yes, I'm alive. I'm surviving. Um, How are you?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am also those two things, uh, which is the best we can really hope for during a global pandemic. Um. <laughs> anyway we have been watching uh, films left right and center this week and we'll be getting on to our theme of the week in just a sec uh, but before then we both saw a movie recently which we'd like to chat about it's a new release uh, it's available for you to watch at home uh, and that film is vivarium uh, now mike i believe you've seen this more recently than me uh, would you like to let people know maybe what it's about
1: yeah um so it's a yeah as you say very current very new on video and demand um it stars jesse eisenberg Mm -hmm. is that how you say his name yeah and uh what's what's imogen
0: poots imogen poots which is a a thoroughly normal last name
1: (laughs) i like imogen poots poots (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, this is popping into the mic, probably <laughs> Imogen Poots, um, <laughs> and uh, they're a great, they're quite a good pairing, I think. They were in um, uh, Art of Self Defence together. Which yeah, was a good film.
0: Yeah, no, like um, their their performances are, are pretty solid in this. I mean, it, it they they basically play a young couple um, who are entering adulthood and pursuing their first. Uh, property you know they're going to purchase their first property they go and meet an estate agent a bit of a weird guy uh takes them to suburbia to see a house um and then they mysteriously cannot leave do
1: you see how well i explained it then <laughs> um, <laughs> mimicking your voice somehow <laughs> uh but yes <laughs> and and it's a solid concept and from the trailer It looks, like, really cool. Um,
0: Well, this is why I wanted the, uh, you know, the premise explained first, because you were starting to talk about performances, and I completely agree. The performances are great. The actors are great. I think they aren't very well cast. Hmm. I'm not sure if this is their film, but I think they do well with what little they have.
1: Who would be well cast in this film? Because, I don't know, it, yeah, it, it, was, it was a better idea than the film was in itself. The concept was better.
0: I think that she was maybe cast a little bit better than him. But, I, I mean, yeah. I have to say my biggest criticism of this film is how badly Jesse Eisenberg is cast. Because um, he, he basically spends the entire movie pretending to be an absolute lad, and he—he's, but he he's, he's spent uh, all of his career before this pretending to be the complete opposite, absolute, you know, nerdy, spindly geek. Uh, you know, same as us, and we all love him for that. But I, I found him suddenly playing this—you uh, know—the sort of guy that will play rugby on weekends, just really unrealistic.
1: Well, uh, I mean, I don't think the characters are etched out very well. I mean, I don't know if they're mm. really meant to. But the, the the whole story, the whole film isn't etched out very well. Yeah. And um, it's just – it's it's a good idea, but then as it goes on, it's just like it, – it just goes on, and it's just – you don't really know. It's just dull, and like – and then the concept is just – I don't really know what it was.
0: <laughs> I think this is a movie that will uh, sell its – I think – I mean – I I mean, I don't know, but I assume this movie will make a profit. And I think that it will do that solely by relying on its trailer. I think it has a good trailer. I was hooked by the trailer. Um, It was a movie that um, I kept returning to my head going like, oh, when's that coming out? That trailer looked really cool. I'd love to see more of that. I'd love to see where that goes. Unfortunately, as you've said, it doesn't go anywhere. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no um it's one of those films that felt like a short movie that was stretched out into a whole movie Yeah, um, a lot like um the horror movie possum uh by yes. the the fellow who made um Garth Marenghi now that that again had a great concept and it was amazing and if it was about half an hour it would have been amazing but um it was just stretched out for like an hour and a half um like this film was so it just yeah it didn't really work for me and it was uh, a
0: tad disappointing yeah i think i think you're definitely right i, th- I think it's a short film isn't it it's a, it's a short film uh that that they've somehow made into a feature um and thankfully for them they've been able they've been able to edit it into a decent trailer to trick people into seeing it <laughs> but you know you, I, I mean we don't want to give away anything but it's mm. you know um I don't think the espl- the explanation is good enough and for me as well towards the end I think there's plenty of unrealistic character choices.
1: Right, yeah. And um, I mean it's a bit like a little twilight episode a twilight zone episode or something. Um and it's got that vibe. It's it's got some good ideas in there but um it's all just a bit of a pile of nothingness.
0: Yeah, well, I mean thinking about it it it's basically an episode of Black Mirror.
1: Yes which are basically updated episodes of the twilight zone so, <laughs> so my point was correct <laughs> um, but yeah yeah uh, it was just a little bit i don't know empty i'm not sure
0: yeah no no i, I get you i understand uh, so you know that that's our review of vivarium which essentially probably probably don't bother um you know th- there's other stuff on demand watch the invisible man
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just watch the trailer of of Vavarium. That's all you need.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Um, Cool. Let's go over to uh, the main page of MovieBong and let's reveal our uh, theme of the day, our movie theme of the day. Uh, We are talking this week about ghosts. Ghosts in film. Who's your favourite movie ghost? Casper the Friendly Ghost or Ghost Rider? We're chatting g-g-g-g-ghosts. Um now, Mike, as always, you have done exceedingly more research than myself. <laughs> what have you been watching oh, yeah. this week?
1: <laughs> I mean you're the tech wizard here
0: um,
1: <laughs> i've I'm just the researcher <laughs> but uh yeah, I've been checking out um well, I just went in obviously uh, we're big fans of horror here and um I mm-hmm. wanted to explore all the sort of genres um that ghosts come under, obviously big in horror. But, it's such a big thing goes that they there are so many, uh, different genres from drama, kids, films, um, comedy. So as I was doing my research, I realized that there are some separations as well. You've got your haunted house movies. You've got your, um, your sort of paranormal detective movies, um, and your general ghost movies. Mm. Um, a lot of good ghost love stories as well. Um, so I've gone back to, like, um, the 40s and watched an old coward um, <laughs> movie <laughs> called uh, The Blythe Spirit, which um, is, like, a, a great comedy. I recommend everyone uh, check it out. There's been lots, it's based on an old coward play. There's been lots of um, versions of it quite recently, a radio play and stuff, but um, the original starring Rex Harrison is fantastic. Um, and if you can get it on, like, DVD or Blu-ray, the the the, the quality of the picture, even from 1945, is really cool. So, um, yeah, I'd recommend that. But um, out of sort of uh, – I watched a great Haunted House movie. Out of Haunted House movies, if we, we start talking about them a bit. Um, there's a great New Zealand horror comedy on uh, Shudder called uh, Housebound, which I don't know if you've heard about it at all. Um, I haven't,
0: but, you know, uh, horror comedy from New Zealand always tends to hit the spot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's totally that kind of humour, um, the sort of Concordish ish kind of um, vibe, but it's more uh, family comedy um, about this girl um, who's like a bit of a petty criminal. She she thinks she's a bit of a girl with the dragon tattoo style, but um, she, she's not. She's just a, a crap criminal. And she um, basically gets a, a ha- put under house arrest and tagged and has to go back to her mum's house um, from years ago. And she really doesn't get on with it. Well, she doesn't really want to be at her family home. But she's on house arrest. And then her mum is convinced that the house is haunted. And uh, it sort of goes from there. And Weird things start happening. but It's really funny. And it's got a nuts story that is very inspired by a, a horror movie that we love. But I can't tell you what it is because that would give away massive spoilers. Right.
0: Okay. Cool. Cool. But it's cool. It's good.
1: It's good. Uh, check it out. It's, But it's more. It's. It's. I think it's good to see a horror comedy that isn't uh, completely just gore and stuff. This is just about the story, really. And um, yeah, it's really good. I don't, there there are many like stars in it. The, the girl in it is from Neighbors, but hey, so's Margot Robbie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I've always thought that ghost movies are uh, a chance for horror films to be frightening uh, without the use of excessive gore. I mean, I, I think ghost movies, uh, like the flagship movies for psychological horror um, and, you know, throughout cinema history, I think I think we've seen um, films who haven't always successfully, uh, you know, tried to scare people um you know again th- through through psychological means and not through gore you know your your hauntings uh, house on haunted hill is a more modern uh, example of that uh, which i thought was fantastic and worked very well um but yeah yeah so so i mean i, I find ghost movies quite intriguing in that regard
1: yeah um and there's that the whole interesting thing about the haunted house or the house being a uh almost a character something like poltergeist yeah
0: um, well, amityville horror as well
1: yeah yeah um so if you're you know into those kind of haunted house movies uh there's a lot out there
0: um well I'm, i mean the shining
1: yeah um which was on tv the other night um yes the shining i mean i don't know how you feel about that um it's it is a big haunted house
0: ghost story isn't it yeah definitely i mean that there's plenty of ghosts in it um I <laughs> uh, it's definitely a ghost story and i think it ties in with what you were just saying about um you know like a house being a character like a location being alive um yeah. and and i found it very exciting to see that relived in doctor sleep not everyone was a fan but i thought it was really fucking well done and easily in my top five films of last year
1: yeah, it's interesting you say that because a lot, of, a lot of people. Well, there was a lot of hate for that um, movie, but uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was solid. It was a different kind of film to The Shining. It was more sort of supernatural road movie. Um, it was, it was great. It, was, it had a great villain as well. So um, yeah, so I like that idea of the uh, the haunted house, and um, and you can play around with the fact that is there a ghost? Is there a ghost, or is it all like? booby traps and shit i don't know if you've seen 13 ghosts um I,
0: right so 13 ghosts uh uh psychologically scarred me as a child i watched it when i was about 10 um <laughs> really? yeah i mean you know like that that opening scene where the guy gets eaten by a car it's just, i just can't see oh. i, know, I it never goes on really, from there
1: yeah i never really um watched it when it came out. I've sort of revisited because I've heard people like uh you know people saying it's well worth a revisit and and it kind of is. Um it's yeah, it's a sort of classic um haunted house movie. It's based on a nineteen sixties movie, in fact. Um and yeah, like a guy played by Tony what's his name? The guy plays Monk in those T V shows. Oh I mean
0: I don't know his name Monk. but I'm aware, aware of Monk.
1: Um yeah. So Monk gets a house, he, 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 inherit, he inherits a glass house uh, off F. Murray met Abraham and uh, him and his daughter Shannon and Elizabeth and the rest of the family move in and there's fucking like 12 or 13 ghosts in there. Well, I mean, there ends up being 13, obviously the title, but there's 12 ghosts in there originally. Just, yeah. but. It's it's interesting. I found a lot of um, Clive Barker vibes to it as well.
0: Yeah, it, it is very Clive Barker, and and, th- and th- thanks for for pointing that out as well. Because I think the thing that overrides Thirteen Ghosts is kind of how cruel it is. It's kind of like that sort of like real nasty horror, and and I think Clive Barker is. Um, I mean, I, I struggle to to think of like a real mainstream horror that's, you know, like, as nasty as Hellraiser. It, it, like, yeah. it's it really is a household horror franchise title, but it is cruel, nasty, and, and without redemption.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but a lot of the creatures in 13 Ghosts are, they're the, the quite nightbreedish. Um, you know, they're quite cool. And this is all about, like, the house was owned by this crazy ghost hunter. and collected ghosts. Um, and I love the idea of Ghost Hunters and stuff, and Ghost Detectives.
0: Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. the original idea of Ghostbusters was, um, I think it might have even been originally called Ghost Hunters, but it it was much more of like a, a vaudevillian uh, seancey vibe, you know, a bit more of a, you know, a smoking jackets sort yeah. of thing. That, that that's what they envisioned it as uh before it became you know the the overalls and and uh, uh abandoned fire station that it became
1: yeah well actually no i do know a little bit about that it was called ghost smashes um,
0: ah.
1: <laughs> and it was meant to be just an Aykroyd and john belushi yes. and they were meant to they were meant to travel through time um So, but I don't know what, well, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what happened to it. I do know what happened to it. It became Ghostbusters (laughs) after John Belushi died. I
0: mean, it sounds like it became Bill and Ted. Well,
1: yeah, it does. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But as you say, it may have had a more uh, smoking jacket vibe.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's just really interesting to see uh, the embryonic stages of something as uh, culturally iconic as Ghostbusters. You know, the the idea that it it started off as a completely different idea and eventually became as, you know, as successful and uh, internationally recognisable as uh, Ghostbusters. It's very interesting.
1: Yeah, it became a proper film about four powerful, strong women.
0: um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like that version. I like that version.
1: You know, so do I. Most <laughs> people, I mean, most people hate it. Uh, I, I enjoy it. I was watching a little bit of it last night when I went to bed. Um, it's not bad.
0: Yeah, but also, like, how many terrible remakes are there all of the time? And we don't go like, oh, well, I guess we shouldn't make films with men in anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. For some reason, just because that one film underperformed, it's seen as like a failure of the cast. But I don't think that we do that with other movies when you know they're not an all-female cast. We just we just love shitting on women as a society. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, ghosts. <laughs>
0: yeah, g- g- ghosts.
1: But ghosts can come in all genders and sexes. <laughs> oh yeah um yeah anyway uh so moving on um i mean a haunted house film i watched uh a ghost story um with casey affleck
0: ah Uh, yeah yeah now i believe this is tricky to talk about without spoiling kind
1: of um a lot of people found it very moving i um I didn't find it as moving, but I did find it really interesting and really original. Mm. Um, But, like, I understand Casey Affleck's not the most, maybe, I don't know, he's a bit of a dick, I imagine, I I believe. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But he's, like, even though he's in this throughout the whole film, he's, like, barely in it at the same time because he's just in a sheet. Uh, and he's just like standing like, like there's whole scenes in that film where I didn't even realize he was in the corner of the, the shot because I was just watching like Rooney Mara eat pie or. Uh,
0: I've <laughs> heard about this famous pie eating scene.
1: I like the pie eating scene. I watched it twice. <laughs> I rewound the pie eating scene after it and rewatched the pie eating scene because I enjoyed the pie eating scene so much. <laughs>
0: i mean that's a hell of a review like i mean that's actually made me kind of intrigued i should probably watch it then
1: yeah if people don't know what we're talking about a ghost story is this um sort of weird romantic drama about a, a a guy that dies a couple that live in a house and a, and and then he just sort of stays there in a sheet and haunts it and just watches life go by basically with his partner um and beyond uh but yeah, there a there's a there's a scene that people talk about a lot where she eats pie and it goes on for about five minutes so and so you know you're thinking, well that's a whole five minute movie where she is just aggressively eating pie. And it's quite aggressively, like she but it's good pie acting. It's great pie eating acting because she starts quite slow and she really pumps up the pace. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like I don't I, I, know. I mean i've never like rated rooney mara that much but she's an excellent pie eater
0: now i believe uh she was briefly the girl with the dragon tattoo in the more recent one and she was very good in that um oh, i liked yeah. her in that
1: not the last i think the last one was claire foy or whatever her name but, oh um, yeah the one before that the david fincher one was her um okay. It's not bad the David Finch one. She's and um, she's quite good in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but like I would recommend that film. I think the director's very good and it's a weird little um original take on on hauntings and and ghost stories. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, no like um yeah, cool. Uh, we will have to check that out. Uh and and also is that available on Netflix? It definitely used to be.
1: It was, but then when I went to search for it, I couldn't find it anywhere. So it's been taken. It might still be on Netflix. Uh, you can rent it off Amazon. Um, okay. But I, I, yeah, it was free for a while. But uh, anyway, it's 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 worth it's worth watch. It's only an hour and a half as well. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> but um. So, yeah, so let's talk about Haunted House Ghost kids films. Now, okay. How do you feel about 1995's Casper,
0: the family uh, ghost? Yeah, well, I, I'm glad we're, we're, we're having a chat about Casper. I, I I have... Casper's one of the movies that I probably have the strongest recollections of seeing in the cinema as a kid. Just right. Really remember it. Um, Christina Ricci?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, like, there's something about Christina... Like, Christina Ricci has been... Was very uh, present during my childhood in film, like throughout as I grew up as well, and she like grew up with me. Like, I obviously the Adams family and Casper when I was a bit younger, but then as I grew older, um, uh, oh, what's the like the opposite of sex? Oh, was yeah, like yeah, yeah. A, 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 one of the first you know adult movies I watched as maybe a sixteen year old, so. Yes. I just remember her being very, you know, present throughout my uh, adolescence. Hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that sounds well dirty. Uh, no, I've always just admired her. I think she's fantastic yeah. in every way. I think she's a brilliant actor. I think she's a fantastic on screen presence. And I think she's uh, one of those few um, modern actresses that I would say are, are genuinely iconic, despite having actually, like, she wasn't in a, a great deal. Have you um seen you know Buff- yeah, have you seen Buffalo sixty six well, uh, yeah, I actually haven't seen that. I'm saving it because I know I'm just gonna fucking love it
1: uh i yeah, I love that film when I saw it like many years ago. I used to love that film, um, but I was into Vincent Gallo for a bit, and he's he's fucking mad, so <laughs> um yeah so so she, she was um Like she played such a brilliant role as a young kid as Wednesday Addams, though. But like she was, she was made for that role. um, Yeah. So um, she's great in the Addams Family movies. But um, so it's so she was then a bit typecast to do sort of horror kids films.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, Um, she's sort of like real life Daria a little bit, isn't she?
1: A bit. yeah, she was also in a film called Penelope, um, where she's a girl with a pig snout, um, starring mm. James McAvoy and Richard E. Grant. Um, so <laughs> she does get these like weird uh, weird films and roles, but Casper, I don't know how you feel about it. I mean, when you approach a kid's film about ghosts, you've got to approach the idea that these are all dead kids. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there is, there is
1: a um, a great theory. I don't know whether it originally comes from The Simpsons or uh, whether they got it from somewhere else. But um, there's the idea that the character Richie Rich, um, whom Macaulay Culkin played in the Richie Rich movie, um, there is the idea that Richie Rich um, died uh, as a kid and became Casper the Ghost because they look exactly the same. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I've I've heard this theory. <laughs>
1: yeah um so, but anyway so to approach these kids films you've got to approach um that concept <laughs> um so i'm watching uh currently i'm watching the haunted mansion which is another um kids film a walt, a walt disney uh haunted ghost kids film um based on a walt disney theme park ride um, <laughs> it stars eddie murphy um and he's like a real estate agent and he goes to a big haunted mansion. Uh, Terence Stamp is a weird old butler. And um, they just, uh, there's loads of scurs and they have a, you know, they have a, a, a time of it. But um, uh, it's actually quite dark and starts with a, a hanging and starts with a suicide.
0: Um, I mean, so, like a movie that's based on a theme park doesn't fill me with confidence.
1: Well, Pirates of the Caribbean. Not, you
0: know you know what fair point mike fair fair fucking point uh, so um
1: and i don't know when was pirates of the caribbean because this was in 2003 so it could have been off the back of i don't I
0: mean, know let's not forget there are far more bad pirates of the caribbean movies than there are good pirates of the caribbean movies of which there are about one and a half maybe um but i, I take your point the first one is an absolute smash it maybe came out uh Two thousand
1: three, yeah. So probably around this time, or maybe just—I'm thinking probably just before this—and they thought, let's get another theme park ride movie out. Ah, uh, right, yeah. Wasn't that successful? But it is actually quite scary. There's full on ghosts and zombies in it. Um, uh, Eddie Murphy's doing his stick. Um, basically, they go to a mansion, and this English guy uh, wants to steal Eddie Murphy's wife, um, and and. <laughs> I mean, this is a kids' film, <laughs> but that basically, a guy commits suicide, and he's like, I think he's maybe he's undead or something, and um, he's like the Lord, and he just wants to. He invites Eddie and his wife there because he wants to get it on with Eddie's wife. <laughs> uh, but it's a good film, maybe not for kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So,
1: yeah, so th- th- that's quite a few that I've been um, watching. There was. Um, also watched one on shudder uh called dead detectives which was okay it was about um like these yeah like a reality ghost hunters a bit like most haunted or something
0: Um, i thought it was going to be a bit like you know r.i.p.d do you remember that
1: oh r.i.p.d ryan reynolds yeah uh, jeff bridges and they're like it's basically men in black but the afterlife yeah yeah, well, no. This is a must, This is a really low budget British film on um, on Shudder, and it's about these guys that have like a most haunted reality program. And then they go to Mexico to go to this really haunted house, and then it turns out to be really haunted. And uh, it was a bit BBC Free-ish to start with, and a bit shit. But then, as it starts becoming more of a horror film, it was quite good. Um, so yeah, check it out maybe on Shudder. But I don't know what what you. If you've seen any good recent like scary ghost movies or uh
0: n- not 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 necessarily. I mean, I, I still think that the best modern uh ghost property that I've seen has to be The Haunting on Hill House. And I believe that's going to be returning to Netflix very soon, although production has been put on hold because of the coronavirus. So so I am I'm looking forward to that.
1: So that's a TV show, and it was that
0: it it is, but i do think some of netflix con uh well some on-demand content blurs the lines between television and film uh in how much is spent on it how it's framed um and how long the episodes are i mean the haunting of hill house some episodes were an hour and a half um some episodes were 40 minutes like it, it it was very flexible in that regard so you know I think bits of it were at least as um, complicated and admirable as films. But, yeah, I suppose it is technically TV.
1: Well, it's fine. It's, you know, (laughs) we can talk about it. It's fine. Um, But, yeah, was that the same director as Doctor Sleep then?
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, uh, Flanagan. And uh, is it Mike Flanagan? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a fantastic director and and I do think it's haunting of Hill House that gave him the opportunity to be able to make uh dr sleep and I, I do love it when um when people pay attention to horror directors that are making like smaller stuff um and they bring them to the, the bigger screen i know like like Lee Winnell, uh more recently you know after upgrade and all of a sudden he's doing the invisible man um I really like stuff like that. And, it, and it's clearly um, resulting in, in fantastic results. Well, of course,
1: he was responsible, uh, well, in part with James Wan, is it? With, in Responsible for Insidious and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Which, which I haven't actually, I've not seen the Insidious movies properly. I've not seen mm-hmm. Conjuring.
0: They are good. I would consider them like, I think they're very good date movies. I don't think that, you know, you should look, much past that you know like it, it, it's a good date night in experience with a takeaway but it's not you know uh, filmmaking at, it, at its most uh, artistic but you know we're not always looking for that
1: i think at that point um in time i don't know I'd, I'd i'd felt a bit disheartened with um hollywood horror movies and and they started coming out and i was just like oh well I'm not sure about them but maybe they did kickstart. Mm. I mean, it was Bloomhouse, wasn't it? They kickstarted a whole, a whole thing.
0: Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I, w- I wanted to talk about Bloomhouse because I think that's all tied in. uh we, um, Well, well, obviously with uh, Invisible Man that's been released recently, that's a Bloomhouse project, and they got uh, Lee Winnell on to direct that. And obviously, Bloomhouse's uh, affair with the ghost genre started with par- Paranormal Activity which was wildly successful for them. It arguably, you know, kicked off their entire studio, um, definitely made them internationally renowned. Um, and I think, I think Paranormal 5 is, is being discussed.
1: Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was, um, yeah, a big hit for the found footage genre as well, um, that movie. Um, but yeah, I don't even know. No, I have seen that. I have seen that. I just don't really remember it. <laughs> um, but I like I love Patrick Wilson, who's in Insidious and uh, The Conjuring and stuff. And and The Conjuring sort of about it's based on real um, like ghost detectives or paranormal detectives, wasn't it? And real based on real people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like um, Conjuring again. I, I put in a similar category to like Insidious and Sinister, where you know, perfectly enjoyable to sit down with a significant other and you know, ordering a takeaway and just you know, be scared by, you know, uh, competent jump scares, but there's not much past it, not much past, like, the surface level.
1: Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you, um, comedy-wise, uh, we we loved extra Extraordinary. Yes. Um, which, if anyone's not seen it, it's on Netflix. It's um, a recent Irish uh, supernatural comedy. Um, about a a, a girl um, who can uh, see ghosts and see the dead, and um, but she's a, doesn't really want to. She's a driving instructor, but uh, she gets pulled back into this life being a paranormal detective. Um, when is it? Will? Yeah, it's Will Forte. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Will Forte as an American uh, pop artist uh, has been sort of made, like
0: loosely based on Chris De Burr, Yes. or Chris Rhea. And-
1: yeah, no, Christa You're right. Yeah. First time, um, because he, I think he was born in Ireland. Because so I researched this after watching Extraordinary. <laughs> he was born in Ireland, but he, yeah, he moved back. And um, the idea of that there was a time when um, a lot of rock stars and pop stars and stuff were were going. I don't know if, whether it was a tax break thing or they were moving to um, places in Ireland and uh buying these big properties. Um but so that happens in this, but the guy tries to raise um demons, <laughs> which Chris Berg may have done. Um yeah you know, he's got that look about him, hasn't
0: he? Yeah oh, definitely definitely <laughs> um I I I genuinely can't uh recommend this movie highly enough uh extraordinary if you're a fan of horror movies, uh, you'll enjoy it. If you're a fan of comedies, you'll enjoy it. It's one of the most accessible films I've ever seen. I genuinely think I could sit down with uh, my sixty-five-plus-year-old parents, and they would absolutely love this film. Similarly, you could sit down a teenager, uh, and and you know it would be just as edgy and refreshing as 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 any current um an, film on offer.
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, I've been trying, I'm trying to get my mum to watch it because she'll love it. Um, But yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's got like a a couple of um, more adult jokes and particularly one at the end, but they handle it so well and nothing's particularly crude. It's all done um, just in a a very well-written way. It's just really good, solid, hilarious and great performances
0: well like you know now now excuse my uh ignorance on this on this particular point but it it's got that sort of um that that likeable charm similar to a father ted or similar irish born comedies now i don't know what how that manifests i i can't tell you specifically how that manifests in the film but throughout it it is um you know it doesn't shy away from being um uh and you know a strong comedy in places you know like it's uh it 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 doesn't shy away from from taboo subjects but it, but at every point it still feels uh you know you know nice and likable somehow and i don't i don't understand how it achieves it but it just does
1: yeah no um you <laughs> you're absolutely right Uh, It's a fantastic film. Can't recommend it enough. Watch it. It's on Netflix.
0: Yeah, Extraordinary, that movie. Extraordinary. (laughs) Um, Watch it, you pricks. um, There's
1: also a classic um, Haunted House uh, comedy with Gene Wilder called um, Haunted Honeymoon. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I think he directed it as well. Um, And him and his wife, Gilda Radner, and Jonathan Price is in it. It's it's a fantastic film about like a radio actors that do um like ghost stories on on radio and then uh but Gene Wilder's character starts just irrationally being afraid of things and then he goes away on holiday to this mansion, which obviously is uh haunted and uh hilarity ensues. But um, it's a great film. Check it out. From mm. the ACs
0: uh cool uh now any any final ghost movies you want to talk about before we go into our pitch section of the show another one
1: from the 80s i'll have to mention this because my brother would kill me if i didn't there's a movie called lady in white not woman in black which is also a ghost <laughs> story yeah,
0: i quite liked uh woman in black as well it's yeah. good um and the Daniel yeah
1: yeah yeah Oh, really? Isn't that meant to be terrible?
0: This, I, like, the sequel obviously isn't as good, but it was watchable.
1: Right. But it didn't have Dan in it, no. Harry Potter. Um, but yeah, so not The Woman in Black. It's called The Lady in White. Um, it's, yeah, this, this 80s ghost story um, about this little kid. Um, and yeah, he, he sees this ethereal woman, that uh, lady in white, and I think he's like trapped in like a school or he's trapped somewhere. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Lucas Hayes. Do you know who Lucas, Lucas Hayes is? You know his face. What is he famous for? He's famous for like a famous horror movie. Anyway, he's in, he, he's in Brick. I know he's in that. He's in a few other films. Oh yeah. I know. I know Brick. Um, But uh, yeah, when he was a little kid and it's really cool, really weird little um 80s. It's a proper ghost story, not a real horror film. It's like a PG. Um, it's called The Lady in White. It's like, Check it out if you can. Um, I don't know where you'd find it. It might be on YouTube. But, uh, yeah, it's, great. it's a great film. And um, I don't know if there's any others. Obviously, we talked about Poltergeist probably being the ultimate um, sort of haunted house, ghosty movie, maybe. I don't know. For me, I don't know what it is, what is for you. What, what's, what's your ultimate sort of ghost movie?
0: It's difficult to say. Um, I, think, I think it's got to be The Shining.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, all right. All right. You know? But I go Poltergeist every time.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, the Poltergeist, uh, it's a fantastic film. I haven't seen the sequels, um, but I would like to at some point.
1: Nor have I seen, um, I have seen the sequels a long time ago, but I haven't seen uh, the remake, the remake starring Sam Rockwell.
0: <laughs> yeah which intriguing isn't it because for him yeah. to finally do a like a you know a mainstream horror
1: yeah um i would like to have seen it just for him but i've heard it shit so
0: yeah but he's great uh cool uh well let's move on to the pitch section of our show uh this is what movie bong is all about every week we pitch silly movie ideas for movies that do not exist within the confines of the theme this week's theme is ghosts uh whose go is it first is it my go is it your go i don't know (laughs) Um, i'll um I'll, i'll do a quick one first um yeah i've got i've got two actually I've got loads. Right. So, you know, first one, uh, I'm surprised we haven't remade Casper the Friendly Ghost as a full length movie. And I think there's a really easy, uh, arguably cheap way of keeping it fresh. But I think uh, it would guarantee uh, to to make it a, a, a smash right uh, and and that's by you know you you're just following uh current movie trends um and that is to basically you make it adult you make it r-rated you make it casper the unfriendly ghost yeah and and what what it should be is essentially right now bearing in mind I think this would be a shit film and I would hate it, but I think it would make millions. Okay, that's the angle I'm coming from, right? What you need is Seth MacFarlane in charge, right? He's going to be the voice of Casper and we're assen- it's essentially Ted 3.
1: <laughs> no, no, yes, you've just made Ted, but instead of a teddy bear, you've got a ghost.
0: <laughs> right, now, I, I, I concede this sounds horrible and I would not go and see it, but... Tell me this wouldn't make millions, Mike.
1: Well, it would, because right now I'm just thinking about a little ghost smoking a bong. Um,
0: Exactly, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, this would work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why don't we just go the stoner route and have bong spirits?
0: (laughs) Because he could be like, uh, because Casper could be toking on a bong and he could do some throwaway line of like, I don't know where, you know, the smoke begins and I end, or something. Yeah. You know, shitty little crap jokes like that. It'll be on Netflix within a fortnight, but people <laughs> will love it. <laughs> um. So, but you say unfriendly.
1: So, is are you changing the character of Casper? Is Casper?
0: Yeah. Well, it, dick enemy? it's a it's a mo- modern reimagining. Just in this, he's just a cunt. It's like right. you know, it, it's following the um the Rick and Morty philosophy of uh art and media at the moment you know like let's just be mean and nasty and we'll always win um, <laughs> you could all,
1: you could always go down the classic redemption route of charles dickens who's possibly um, you know the, the most famous ghost t- storyteller of um, course made the most famous ghost story ever christmas carol mm-hmm. uh, but uh yeah, I mean, he could... Maybe he's not a cunt anymore. Maybe he he befriends a human girl. They... I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't want to say that there's going to be a sexy. scene. Are they name. going to they Howard
0: the Duck each other?
1: They could go full Howard. But yeah, I mean, yeah, this has got scope. Go. I know you... Yeah, I can see Casper the shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a basic idea that would... Get idiots in the cinema. Um,
1: uh, but are you going to put the plot of Richie Rich in there? Is that going to be a a plot twist towards the hour mark? That I, people- I mean,
0: like there there could be a throwaway a throwaway joke about it, but it would have to be something nasty and horrible. I mean, like I'm talking, this is straight line edge lord humor—the sort of stuff I have no interest in whatsoever. Um.
1: Are we going a bit sausage party?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, completely. I mean, worse than that, it it, it it will it will be it will be a horrible film. And I'm sorry for bringing it up, but <laughs> people would love it. Um, well, what about the idea of a horror
1: version of Richie Rich, where he does die, and he becomes a fucking ghost? Eat
0: the Richie Rich.
1: Oh, oh! I mean, that's a whole cannibal version of Richie Rich. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe that's how he died and became Casper the Ghost because his <laughs> parents ate him I feel like we're getting very hung up on Richie Rich Well, um, <laughs> I think it's important to mention him quite a lot in anything sort of paranormal and ghost related <laughs> uh,
0: Now, my 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 second idea is, uh, is something, again, really obvious uh, not something I'd personally enjoy but something that would make a lot of money something I'm actually surprised hasn't been done already Why have we not done a remake of Ghost? Why has that not happened? um, There has been foreign language remakes of Ghost. Uh, There was one in 2010, I believe, in in the Japanese market. Um, uh, So, so like, the property is being remade, but not for an English crowd. I find that very strange because I think we even got a sequel to Dirty Dancing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. so, So I just find that odd um and you know it, it's such a like people love the story of Ghost it's a universal story it's an accessible story people would love to see it again let's do it um you could change the genders
1: you could have um Whoopi Goldberg's character being male you well could have Patrick, Stewart, Patrick Swayze being female
0: well I wanted it to be centered with with a lesbian couple as as the leads um, I was thinking Ali Wong as the main. I want Ali Wong as Patrick Swayze, and then uh, who played the lead in the recent uh, Watchmen series? Uh, Regina uh, King.
1: Yeah. Right. Okay.
0: So I'd love them as as a as a partnership. So Regina King is still alive and she's a Potter, and right. Ali Wong is a, a comical ghost. Now, but. Let's
1: focus on the Whoopi Goldberg's character. and um, Whoopi Goldberg's character. Um, Billy Porter,
0: obviously. Sorry? Billy Porter from Pose.
1: Oh yeah. Bang. You've got it. Bang. You know? Yeah, definitely. If anyone doesn't know who that is, Google. It's um,
0: like I'm actually like um I'm actually getting annoyed that this doesn't exist. Like this is <laughs> this is an affordable idea. Every actor that I've mentioned for this is affordable and willing to do this project. I mean, I don't need to ring them to know that. This is a big project, and they're exactly the sort of names that could carry it.
1: (coughs) Right. The character, um, Whoopi Goldberg's character in that is fantastic. And I mentioned a movie... Uh, At the start of this, um, where I mentioned Blythe Spirit. Now, Mm -hmm. the medium in that, when you watch Ghosts and you watch that, you can see that they've completely taken, uh, not completely, but like they're very inspired by um, the character in that. Um, So it's a great character and that's perfect casting. Um, So yeah, I want to see this now. Put it on.
0: So do I. Like, I can just see it like being advertised on Netflix, like in my head, I can see it. Oh. Like you don't even need to change like the script. Like you could almost do a shot for shot remake. Like there's 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 lines that you could change, but it you wouldn't have to change much at all. It it's it's a no brainer. It's a... you could make this in a in a in a fortnight. Get off my train. I love that guy. Get off my train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's oh. great characters.
1: Ghost Chris Boosie great- could play him. Who? Chris Gary Boosie? Boosie.
0: Gary Boosie, fucking hell.
1: Chris Akabusi? Gary, Gary. Boosie.
0: I meant Gary Boosie. Oh,
1: who, who were you going to say? Who did you say? Jake Boosie?
0: Well, I, <laughs> I accidentally said Chris Boosie, but I meant Gary Boosie.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Chris Boosie. I right. think I
0: got confused because of Chris Akabusi.
1: <laughs> Can we have Chris Akabusi as the get-off-my-train guy? Can't your- we
0: have Gary Boosie present Gladiators? <laughs>
1: You're thinking of John Fashionu now. Oh, it? for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Chris Akabusi and John Fashionu in a ghost movie.
0: <laughs>
1: cool. <laughs> um yeah, it's a good I don't know why they haven't remade that, uh, but they just probably do it really badly. Um I but well, they did it as a musical, didn't they? They did it on stage. Um my brother went to see it. Uh so I wouldn't be surprised if they just remade it like they do where they, you know, have a film which gets made into a theater production and then they make a film of the theater production like they do with producers or something. Mm. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I yeah.
1: could work as well, but yeah. uh, I love your idea. Uh,
0: right. Cool. So uh, yeah, th- th- those are my, th- th- those are my pitches, uh, you know, uh, uh cheap, ideas that would make millions
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> so uh yeah give us a call on netflix um yeah. right uh, do should i go ahead with my pitch yeah,
0: yeah go ahead go ahead
1: okay let's do this Ooh.
0: Boop, boop.
1: again that was my uh ghost sound effect uh, <laughs> so uh yeah i'll throw i'll throw a quick one out um last few episodes that a few of mine my quick ones have, have gone down quite well. So I'm hoping for the same rate of success. Uh right, the first one. As we were talking about, we were talking we were talking about ectoplasm before, right? Mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. Uh, well, we mentioned it um earlier before the podcast. Um and it is featured in so many ghost movies. Extraordinary being one there's a whole um hilarious uh thing with ectoplasm where the guy has to throw it up. <laughs> and of course um, it's a huge storytelling um, tool in the Ghostbusters movies um, particularly the second. So um, but you know like ectoplasm it, it's like slime basically. Um, it looks a lot like Flubber. So what I'm presenting is a horror reboot of Flubber called Plasma. Um, oh. oh! Okay. Although, Ectoplasm,
0: Plasm. plasma, or plasm? I think plasm's better. Oh, plasm. So you just can plasm. call it plasm. Oh, I like it. Plasm.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's like a supernatural ghost version, essentially, of Flubber. Um, but we get, uh, obviously, Flubber had the great Robin Williams. Um, we would have to get someone. Of um, you know, of, of 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 comic legend of of equal well, comic. Jim greatness.
0: Jim Carrey is the living Robin Williams equivalent. Whoa, two words, Joe
1: Pasquale <laughs> <laughs> Joe Pasquale. um and he's like a a ghost. No, he's a scientist, like a paranormal scientist, um, and he starts creating all this flubber. Uh no, no, not flubber, plasm. Uh, no no plasm, yeah, plasm. Um <laughs> and he just he just it's basically it's just uh an hour and a half of Joe Pasquale spunking plasm everywhere.
0: <laughs> well, no, no so you are you just uh, pitching Joe well, Pasquale's sex tape? That was a joke. That was just a joke. No,
1: I'm just talking Flubber. You've seen Flubber, right? Have you?
0: I have I have seen Flubber, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So if you could just imagine the plot of that. Reimagined into a, a ghost supernatural horror version with Joe Beskowalic.
0: Yeah, but I'm, I'm it, wondering, like, what's what's terrifying about Robin Williams playing basketball? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's all I remember from the original. He's just he can he can well, jump dead fast, and he can, he can he can he can score three pointers. You know, like that's not scary.
1: To be fair, I don't want to be bad taste, but seeing Robin Williams playing basketball right now would be pretty scary.
0: Oh, fucking hell. Just because he's dead, you know. Oh, no, I got uh, it. I got it. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I joke about any dead person. <laughs> well, maybe not any. Um, right. So uh, I don't know what, how you feel about that. Plasm. Plasma? Plasm.
0: I do like the the name. I think the name is very clever. Plasm. Um, Plasm. And I, I do, I you know, I'd like to see more things have these these dark adaptations i remember them being a lot more of a thing when in like the the 90s i i, I remember there was like a there was quite a popular like snow white it was like a, a dark snow white movie that came out in like the early 90s that was always um it was one of those movies in blockbusters that the other kids would warn you about like oh it, it says it's snow white but it's actually dead scary and evil
1: yeah it's got sigourney, sigourney weavers in it
0: yes um
1: yeah i remember that it's quite it's quite good <laughs> um, so uh
0: so yeah there
1: you go i've got um another big blockbuster or i've got a more personal idea um should we go for the other blockbuster again
0: yeah go ahead
1: right so uh jake spook's normal detective jake spook's played by matt D- damon yeah yeah matt damon um Basically, Matt Damon is a ghost detective living in a ghost world.
0: Of course, he is. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, yeah. Of course, he is. Um, and basically, he hunts out rogue humans that have somehow gotten to the afterlife and are terrorizing the 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 ghost inhabitants.
0: Right. Now, fair enough. What, like, like really- Derek Akora?
1: Maybe. Yeah, he could be in it. Um, <laughs> his ghost. Um, yeah, but I, this idea is a bit like monsters inc maybe the idea of sort of um you know like a human getting in to a different world but um i want the humans to be assholes and the humans sort of haunting or being aggressive to the ghosts um and you know jake spooks he's a ghost detective in a ghost land uh a hard-drinking ghost detective uh that has to you know that gets hired by um by by ghosts to uh rid their houses of humans
0: okay <laughs> uh, living yeah, yeah.
1: People, of living people um yeah uh, uh, because the ghost cops aren't going to do anything the ghost <laughs> cops are shit the whole department is fucked <laughs> <laughs> um, but so so yeah jake spooks who maybe doesn't get on that well with the ghost cops um has to you know just help people out and uh get rid of these pesky humans
0: Okay cool so like now is this based in any uh, religious afterlife how are you how are you broaching that is it some sort of secular is is it like a heaven a hell like uh, how are you
1: i don't know whether it should be more of a sort of limbo like a purgatory like a goat where where maybe um yeah, lost. Maybe it's like like a yeah, yeah, like a detective noir, like a city of lost souls.
0: Ah, oh, okay, yeah, almost like a dark city type. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. On board like detective, lost souls. So the the they're in between heaven and hell. Um, and then maybe sometimes they could do something they can get out. I don't know, but it's like a world in between those two.
0: Could we have like you know to throw in a bit of contrast into this idea? Could uh, your police officer be like? A proper Jobsworth PCSO.
1: Played by Ben Affleck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like Dev Patel.
1: Okay, yeah. Like, you
0: know, uh, like any any, any like, um, well, a- any like run-of-the-mill British, you know, like not an action lead, no. but more of a, you know, more of a, someone could have a desk, who could have a desk job. Yeah,
1: there's got to be... Yeah, and there's got to be surely a romantic interest for Jake Spooks, maybe whoever brings in the big case for the movie.
0: A sexy ghost. I'm talking sexy ghosts.
1: Okay, can we have another ghost sex scene in this film as well? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to see Aubrey Plaza as a, as a, a fancy ghost, as one yes. of those, like, a fancy ghost film noir lady.
1: Yeah, she's like a ghostly dame. Yeah. She walks in and she's like, oh... All sexy and that.
0: The cigarette holder, yeah, long one,
1: yeah. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe now I'm getting a bit of a Beetlejuice vibe. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of the sexy blue lady from Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> there's a dead. There's a lot, there's a few sexy dead women in uh, in uh, Beetlejuice. Check it out. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that's my uh, my Matt Damon detective uh noir um i don't know if you want to if we're going to commission that as well as um plasma
0: yeah no i like it i like i like it a lot um you know i feel like we're going to have to do some work because uh obviously you know with a movie like ripd was just absolute bollocks and i would like it to be as far away from that as possible you know yeah um so you know, that's why I was trying to suggest more of like, like the comedy edge rather than the big American um, blockbuster uh, route. You know, like make it like, like a film with more of the air of uh, Steve Coogan in The Parole Officer.
1: Yes.
0: You know? Yeah.
1: A delightful romp.
0: Rather, yeah, a delightful romp rather than a, a Hobbs and Shaw, uh, you know, fuck fest.
1: <laughs> that's obviously what, how that film was pitched I mean
0: that's what I regularly google
1: yeah Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> <laughs> and that's a movie in itself That's uh, an it's the sequel yeah to Hobbs and Shaw um, okay yeah I mean you could go sort of gritty detective route you could be a bit like Brick um, you could get Ryan Johnson to direct it um, anyway there you go Yes yeah.
0: no, I like it a lot, I like it a lot
1: now, um yeah, I've got another idea. Should we keep going uh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. if you've got another idea yeah um do you do you know much about banshees well, um a howling banshees
1: yeah, yeah, sort of um not goes... enough, yeah, well, because there's really not enough like movies about it there's of a... there's just Maybe there are. Maybe I'm searching. Probably a are of B movies or something. But it's. I love any horror movie about sort of Irish folklore. Well,
0: what's um, the? Is it the Hallow? Yes. Oh, is I, now is that not a bit of a banshee or something?
1: I don't know if that is. That's more um, fairies that, and stuff, isn't it?
0: Oh, it might be a fairy. But I feel like I've seen one of these. Oh no! I tell you what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about. Um, is it hole in the earth. That's a doppelganger, isn't it? Hole
1: in hole in the ground, yeah. That's it,
0: hole in the ground.
1: Yeah, That's like a changeling doppelganger thing. Yeah. Um so uh but banshees are really cool. The the sort of a female ghost from Irish folklore that when you hear the wail of a banshee, um you know that someone in your family is going to die. So um it's, yeah, it's a very um dark. Thing in Ireland that um, my mum and relatives and they were all sort of terrified of
0: banshees. It, um, it, this sounds like an Irish version of The Ring. <laughs> well, you could you could go that way. Um, so there's a lot of scope for um,
1: banshee horror film. I think one of the best banshees I've ever seen in a movie that scared us as kids, even though it's in a kids film, was um, Darby O'Gill and the Little People starring Sean Connery. Oh. Um now in that it's about um lots of like leprechauns and stuff and all this magic and, and whatnot but there's an evil uh, banshee that's the villain and she's terrifying. <laughs> um, but uh yeah so it's a big thing in Irish um, folklore and growing up in an Irish family um it was always a cool character um that I was a bit scared of um but my mum told me a story that i'm going to tell you now um oh, and it would easily make a, a a a movie but like a sort of irish uh, oh should
0: should we like this campfire yeah and, and settle campfire. in <laughs> settle in now um long time ago, it's probably the
1: yeah fifties um sixties. Um, so it's sort of in Northern Ireland, like Falls Road area, which is where the movie 71 is set. I don't know if you've seen that um, with Jack O'Connell. Just, yes, it's during the troubles. But um, So around that area, um, and this made the news, but there was like a banshee that was going around um, the local neighbourhoods and going around my mum's neighbourhood, and it had been seen, it had been um, pictured uh was it and, bono well <laughs> it was bono's dad um <laughs> no um but so like people have gone out searching for it and um my mom's dad my granddad was um a guy called jim mcstravick he was a, a boxer um he was fifth best in the world for a while flyweight um like division he was tiny but he was like a proper angry little Boxer. (laughs) So him and some others, other hard cases from the neighborhoods have went around to try and find this banshee. Um, because like my mum's elder sister had gone out um just to the shops or something, and this huge cloaked uh banshee approached her. Uh and it had a big like weird thing that she thought was like a huge finger, and it was like just sort of, you know, pulling her, just saying, come towards me, kind of thing. Um, And she wasn't the only one who'd witnessed this. Other people had witnessed in the dark this big banshee come out with a big finger. (laughs) So um, they went out and, uh, like, paroled the area. the um, the, You know, the neighbours all went out and everyone was looking for it. Um, And then eventually some neighbourhood residents found the banshee Uh, and it was a bunch it was a bunch of 17 year old lads who had got this huge banshee costume and a massive like hand and a finger (laughs) uh, and were just scaring people in the streets uh, as a banshee Um, and they were arrested (laughs) Um, and I was like well mum like your dad being a boxer and everything and when they caught these guys they probably beat the living shit out of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you could make a charming Irish comedy, possibly starring James Nesbitt, um, mm. about this kind of story, couldn't you? Um, the Banshee uh, of wherever. Um, so yeah, so it, it turned out it wasn't a Banshee, but it was a load of just cocky teenagers uh, that probably got beaten up by angry, hairy Irishmen
0: yeah and I, mean, I, I like this it, it's a uh, yeah it could could be quite um it could work quite well. do you know who I think should direct this right and it's not someone whose work I actually even enjoy <laughs> but I could see them i don't know i it reminds me of some of their work uh m knight shalaman, the what? village think about the village. Yeah, well,
1: I'd like
0: to see him do a rural Irish movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and, and and also, you know, like, uh, movies like the... Well, I mean, I know most he he's, you know, the director most known for plot twists and all of that. Um, but I feel like a lot of his twists, uh, well, the problem with a lot of his movies is, like, the twist undermines most of the film. Sixth Sense is fantastic. But, like, you know, the twist in The Visit... Like up until that point, the movie is scary, and then that happens, and you're like, oh, this is a bit silly." And it's I disagree. The... I like. I liked it. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um,
1: well, I know what you mean. You could pick that with other of his movies. You know, other films. You could. You could pick those holes. Um, yeah.
0: So, like, well, I could see him him doing this.
1: Yeah, I mean, originally, I was thinking more the sort of extraordinary style humor um maybe those guys you know do it like a a proper comedy um or you know because there is so much scope for that kind of father ted humor um there's there's a great alien comedy called grabbers um all about an irish pub that have to uh, fight aliens with alcohol
0: yeah i've seen that i i have to say I, i don't think i enjoyed it as much as
1: it was all right
0: was intended
1: but well it's irish charm full of irish charm and i want this film to be full of irish charm uh, <laughs> yeah, Waking Ned. Have you ever seen Waking Ned? You ever seen I have.
0: Ned? I have seen Waking Ned. I went to see it at the cinema. So did I. Um, it's oh, about it's shit. about the lottery, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's
1: got James Nesbitt in it. Um, basically, if you just get the cast from that to be in my film, <laughs> right? That's so about a while ago, they're probably all dead. What would the Banshee movie
0: be called? Um, I mean, Banshee. It's about sheep. Sorry. <laughs> Why are we trying to ban sheep? What have sheep done? (laughs) (laughs) No, I liked your idea that the banshee of, you know, and then insert place name. I I do quite like that. I think that's a solid name. Um, Yeah, and I like your concept as well. And I think it's a good point um, that you bring up, you know, banshees haven't been used enough in cinema. And particularly with, uh, you know, like us coming out recently and using the doppelganger creature yeah. which i feel yeah. is again underused yeah. um you know that there's room for us to use these these you know not everything has to be a zombie or a or a, or a vampire movie let's start yeah. using banshees and and trolls yeah.
1: trolls banshees mermen mermaids um other are are other
0: hobgoblins.
1: yeah Hob, hobgoblins and goblins um, yeah, doppelgangers are great. There's a great um, Roger Moore movie called The Man Who Haunted Himself Haunting, um, which I'd highly recommend if you're into doppelgangers. Um, but yeah.
0: Cool. Uh, well, that has been uh, today's episode of uh, Movie Bong. I'm going to go away and edit it, uh, edit this up into a neat little podcast and it'll be available uh, from all good podcast providers as are all of our previous 35 or maybe 36 episodes i've lost count right um anyway cool uh thank you very much for watching today's episode uh thank you so much mike uh for joining us once again uh we'll be back next monday with more monday evening movie chat from 8 p.m we need to decide on a theme mike
1: we do yeah god knows
0: we yeah. will discuss that off air but for now thank you so much for joining us uh, we'll see you all soon thank you and. Goodbye.